everyone, and welcome to the show. It's the Mark and Mark Podcast. I'm sports editor Mark Podolsky, and you are... Entertainment editor Mark Mazoris, masquerading as a sports editor. Uh, uh, expert, excuse me. Absolutely. And we have our, our uh, guest this week is our longtime pro, pro sports writer, Jeff Shadell. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? I am glad to be here. I'm on my way down <laughs> to a progressive field, but glad to stop in and join the Mark and Mark show. Absolutely. So we're going we're gonna to go off three topics, um, two big time, and then the third one we'll, we'll get towards the end of the, of the show. But the first one is, of course, the Indians. Now, we're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. It won't be posted until Friday morning. So it could be at 22 or it could be ended at 21. But first thing I want to ask Jeff is, so the Indians are now at 21, which ties the 1935 Cubs at 21. Mm -hmm. There's all this controversy about the the all-time record of 26 set by the New York Giants in 1916 that has a tie Somewhere, I, don't no, even, I know I, where it is. Where I mean, is it? Okay, the Giants won twelve in a row. Then there's a one-one tie. Yeah. Okay. So that, I, mean, I think it was with the Brooklyn Robins, I believe. Okay. And then they won fourteen in a row after that. Those Brooklyn Robins. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> so I mean, how do you feel about that twenty-six game winning streak? I mean, I know it was a much different time. You know, you're talking more than a hundred years ago with no lights, right? So right. So that's yeah. where they had to call the game. Um, I don't know why they didn't just pick up after right you know at i mean see, espn was kind of making a much ado about this and you know i'm like you wonder like it's just a i don't know it's so hard to, to imagine what it was like 100 years ago right yeah you know but here's the deal if the indians do win tonight at right. thursday night yeah then they have the undisputed longest winning streak in the modern era yeah, the the uh Giants have the longest unbeaten streak right so it's different. Yeah, so there's a lot riding on this game. Yeah, there really so. is. And um, But, you know, whether they win or lose this right. Thursday night game, I mean, it has been so exciting watching. Uh, and I'm writing about the defense on the infield. I think the whole Urshela defense as a whole has been amazing. And uh, uh, Corey Kluber is really good talking about that. We were asking him about that the other night when he won. I mean, that you can't. it's hard to calculate how many runs they have saved. Right. But they certainly have uh, bailed pitchers out of jams. Yeah. R- Ramirez is at second, right? Right. Because he made a play. You know, you guys know I don't watch that much. I've been, I'm a bandwagon guy, so I've been watching a little more lately. He made a play the other, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. I think it was in that, in that uh, Kluber game. Ball it was in the ninth the, inning where he had to go to his left. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, he, Just fantastic. He was playing so deep to start that. Right. And, I mean, that, and then Urshela did it last night. You know, it's interesting because Francona, look, every manager out there loves defense. Right. I mean, they all love a guy who can hit 50 home runs. But you give a guy that can save plays, like you mentioned, like a guy like Urshela, you can you can stomach right. a 225 batting right. average. Right. You really can. Yeah. Because for what he's saving in runs, he's making up. So it's, right. it's a trade-off. And um, it's almost like that quarterback – that like an Alex Smith, just don't make the mistake. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't make sure. the big mistake that can open the floodgate. Right. And I think that's the kind of the whole the feel of this team is just guys that are just fundamentally sound. You know what I mean? Right. And then when I, when I say you can't calculate how many runs they've saved, so you throw a guy out that would have been a single. Right. Not only do you eliminate that guy, or perhaps I mean, you don't know how long the inning would continue if that 
go through for a hit, right? right? So that's I thought like, in the age of analytics, we can calculate everything now, right? Don't yeah, they, I mean, so you probably through, can't do that. I know? bet they do have some formula right. over well, time, you know. But I'm still, I mean, what I'm saying is if right. that goes through for a hit, you cannot calculate what would happen after that. Exactly. So that's why you right. can't really, you know, you can say how many runs, I guess they do have an analytic that will say how many runs would say, but still, I think that's a little uh, gray because you don't know what's going to happen after. But regardless, I mean, the bullpen has been great. Yeah. The uh, Tyler Olson, the guy who's been pitching while, while everybody's uh, been pitching. Andrew well. Miller has been out. I mean, he's he's pitched in twenty one games without allowing. Yeah, and you know, it's so well rounded. A guy you've written about a lot, Te- uh, Trevor Bauer. I mean, look, yeah. he's quietly what sixteen and seven. Yeah, he's won nine in a row. So let me ask you this, Mark, because like you said, you're the you're the bandwagon. Right. There's you have no shame. You're the bandwagon guy. You know, I don't pretend to be. You, you know, Jeff, I want to ask you this too because. We all know with this Indians team, they, they make it to the seventh game of the World Series. The goal is to make it back and win, and win w- one more game. So, like, you know, I'm wondering, are, is this getting undersold a little bit, this, this streak there? I mean, it's, it's an all-time streak. You know, our, we might never see something like this in our lifetime ever again, and especially oh, yeah. in the game of baseball. I don't, well, think, I don't think it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's leading PTI whenever I turn it on. It's right. on the front page of ESPN.com. I think it's getting attention. I just think kind of like, I'm always going to bring it back to basketball. The Warriors with the best record, and the Cavs take them down. I mean, how much do you really remember the regular season? Less so, thing. I sure hope they yeah. win, and it's just another part of this championship year. Yeah, and I think that's a good analogy because they, um, right now people are saying the Indians are the team to beat. Right. So if they don't win the World right. Series, is this a disappointment? I'll tell you what, that's a dangerous thing, saying this is the team to beat. Because I think in most years, you can kind of define, like the Cubs going into last year. They were the team to beat. Mm-hmm. Right? There are a lot of good teams in baseball right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the Dodgers are falling apart, but they're still the, the Nas- best record in baseball. Right. The yeah. Nationals. The Nationals that tells you how good their record was that they've been able to have. Right. This, I mean, I know they finally broke their streak, but they're still the best and record after Houston losing Houston and, and, you know, Boston. They're, they're, I mean, we're, we've been talking a lot in the last couple of days. If the Yankees get in, which they should, they're a scary team. We better watch out for them. I, 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 mean, really I don't. Think, yeah, I'm worried about them. You man. know, I could see Indians... Winning at all, I can see them losing in the first round. I really can. I can't remember. Is the first round best of five or best of seven? No, five. Yeah, best of five. Doesn't that just scare you? You know, you it go does in, scare you, you yeah. go in, and just five games of baseball. I mean, anything could happen. Right. And what here's what would, could help the Indians it is um, let's if the Red Sox. I think I know win, where you're going. If the Red Sox win, then the Yankees don't have to throw their best pitcher. In uh, the wild card, in the wild card yeah. game, that's a great point. Yeah, that's and, a great and, point. You, know, the Yankees you want that? You want that? Right. Sure. That you want that wild standing there waiting? You want that wild card winner because you're going to get a number two or three going up against right. Kluber in game one. Right. That's in the game. Exactly. In game five, and you can get that first. You got to get that first one. Right. You, know, you don't have to, but I mean, it's it's really right. advantageous if you get that first yeah, one. Yeah, you don't want. Yeah, because it, because it goes two two one. Right. You, know, you don't want it. To, uh, you can't go down two zero. No, I just can't even talk about so that. So if you're up one nothing, I think my math's right. If you're up one nothing, you can't go down two. I'm not ready right? for the stress of playoff baseball, man. It's, it takes a toll. I tell you what, man. You know, I baseball playoff baseball is awesome because it's a slow, like in basketball, like boom, boom, boom. Like you just get it's either it's a slow death or a slow celebration well, yeah. in baseball. I mean, you know, any sport is more intense than the playoffs. 
I feel like baseball is the biggest jump from like you're watching the same sport, but it feels completely yeah, different. Every pitch, every is, pitch so, is so important. Yeah. You're a nervous wreck. You finally get to like, all right, my team's up to bat. At least we can't uh, yeah. lose any runs. This, in it. you know, like it's, I can relax. I just got quite playoff baseball radio that way. You know? I just oh. quite playoff baseball. This is fun. It's right. just fun to be Undone around it. <laughs> seeing if you're rooting for I'm, a certain team, it's just fun to be. In that I need something to take the edge thing. off, if you know what I'm saying. I'm Absolutely. telling you, that's what made covering that World Series so dramatic oh, last man. year because um, five of those seven games literally came down to yeah. the last pitch. Right. And those stories that column had to be in five minutes after the game was Spoken ended. Spoken like a true sports writer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how we think about it. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, well, plus you go from watching a pretty slow sport to typing the fastest thing you've ever Yes, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, you cannot hey, go to bed. Okay, so... Let's talk about some specifics with this team. Uh, Brantley is out. Kipnis is out. Miller looks like he's coming back. And then he loses Zimmer. See, and you're talking about defense, how important it is. And Zimmer might not be the most uh, polished guy out there, but he's so athletic. He, he can make a up, lot of ground. He man. can make up for a lot of mistakes he might not have with experience, which he'll gain when he gets older. Not having him in center... Kind of turns that offense a little in flux, doesn't it, going into the playoffs? Well, you know, they're not putting Kipnis out there. That's a oof, man. So I mean, he'll, he'll, That's he'll, interesting. I don't know. See, the problem with Kipnis is, and we could talk about this too, but where does he fit into all this? I, I don't know. That's a good one. I think, you know, I think Austin Jackson. I think he's got to be the guy in center. He, I mentioned this the other day. I think he's kind of an underrated part of this team. He's Absolutely. So, maybe by the fans. Certainly not by Terry Francona. Right. He's, that guy is hitting over 300. I mean, you don't think about him as a core, but he really is. Yeah. And he's a pretty good outfielder. Hey, and, you know, you, talk, you can talk about the Greg Allens of the world and put Kipnis out there, but I'm, and you know how Terry Francona is. He's going to take the guy he can yeah. trust. Right. And the guy he's been with all year. Yeah. And I, I love Kipnis. I know he played college baseball as an outfielder. And I love, I'm sure Greg Allen's going to be a fine player one day, but if you're talking. Playoff baseball, give me Austin Jackson. Yeah. I'll be shocked if it's not Austin Jackson in center field. I agree with that. I mean, I don't think Allen will be on that 25-man roster unless uh, – and I, I think uh, Brantley. You know, I knew Any chance Br- of Brantley being back? He is still – It sounds like it's going to be like a running. total cra- – like a, probably a, a long shot, right? Yeah, I mean – and I knew when he went down. Yeah. And I uh, – you know, trainers know. I mean, they feel and they – and I mean, they've been doing it so long. They, yeah. They say eight weeks, six weeks, whatever it is. I mean, they know. They never disclosed what that officially was, right? No, they just call it an ankle sprain. I'm sure it was a high ankle sprain, right? And uh, But he's walking around. Um, but you wrote that he's not really doing much around that ankle, right? Well, he's, he can't run. He's on this thing called an anti-gravity treadmill. That's not good. And, um, See, wonder, though, like, if he's good enough to DH. They can't run, though. That's true. I mean, if he gets a home I run, I mean, like, if he okay. can run straight, I mean, you, you know... I don't know. I mean, they said he can't We've seen Miguel, Miguel Cabrera run the bases. It's not really called running, I <laughs> yeah, think. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? But, you know. Well, they, they really. They really okay, so if Brantley can't play, let's say, the rest of the year, your outfield in, in the playoff is Jackson in center. You have a Chisholm Hall in left and, and Bruce, Bruce in right. And right. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, that Jay Bruce trade was is huge. That's looking like a, I mean, a, a season saver, a, really, if you think, if yeah. you think about it. 
to get him for a no one expected quite this out of him, right? I mean, well, like he came the, here. Oh, yeah, he, had, yeah. he came here close okay. to thirty home runs. Right, he right. was having a great year. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think the problem was it was with the Mets, and they were awful this year. Like it was one of those. It was one of those after the waiver deadline trade, or you yes. had to, he had to clear waivers, yes. right? Yes. So yes. I guess maybe he, I went into it thinking like, well, he can't be all. No, that. he had a thirteen million dollar salary. So yeah, so they're trying to you know Mets are trying to unload their salary. And he let's good. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about that. I am. Yeah, I haven't heard it lately. But oh, that all this talk about the Golan should be out the window. Yeah, that's they, what I mean. they put oh, I so agree. much money into this team now. Yeah, I mean, that's why should, a friend of mine from out of town who's a big baseball fan. Uh, she was texting me the other day. You got you got twenty thousand down there during this window. I know. Like, I know. Like, look, I'm not going, but I, this should be close to a sellout every night with what's going on and the weather. Weekday right. week stuff. I'm not gonna. Begrudge. I get it. It was twenty nine thousand down there that's for a day game. That's yesterday. still pretty good. Well, no, that's where Cleveland comes out. We'd rather go to I, baseball than work. But yeah, I think a bigger thing with the money, like you can go out and spend money. That's great. But I think the biggest, I think the biggest criticism over the years should have been they were not drafting well. Right. And look what they've done in the last, yeah. last four or five years. Yeah. I mean, I know Naquin hasn't been the guy, but he was a big time contributor. I mean, Lindor might be a future Hall of Famer. Right. Zimmer looked like he's going to be the real deal. I mean, they've hit. They've hit jackpots yeah. on these these picks coming up lately. Right, right. And they have. So, you know. Yeah, Clevenger, I mean. Yeah, and, and he's and, another uh, one. So, I mean, a lot of these. Well, they picked him up and by, then the from tra- the Angels, right? It was a trade was for right, um, uh, Danny Pistano, right? I picked this oh, up on the broadcast the other day. And then some of the, and a, lot, a, few, a few more of the trades, I mean, Kluber, uh, trade, that Kluber trade is going to go down as an all-timer. Yeah. That might be like a loss. Who did they trade. trade for him? I don't remember that. Oh, it was just, they went, traded him to the, from the, he got, they, they got him from the Cardinals. I think it was. I can't remember. Wow. I think it was I an that outfielder. That was before I yeah, I think it was, it was an outfielder. It was, it was a very loud. I mean, it, you That's know. wild. He's going to be. Hey, Kluber, Cy Young. Oh yeah, I mean, and and uh, I think Chris Sale might pitch tonight for the. Red he had a good Sox. outing his last one out. Yeah, but he's been in, you know he's been pretty inconsistent since the first yeah. of August. And not that you should take this as a determining factor, but I think voters are going to look at what the Indians have been doing. This is going to help his cause. Yeah, it's only human nature, right? Oh, the Indians have all this attention on him now for yeah, sure. Yeah, and like for look, sure. and he's been the main. He's been a main force throughout this streak. You know, sure. what I mean, he's. I mean, he's so. When's good. the last time he's had a bad outing? He's he. I think he had. July, I think, uh, he had one. But didn't he have like three or four second. runs, and he still won the game, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gave up a bad outing. Yeah, I mean, for him, yeah, he gave up four runs once since coming back from the DL. Yeah. And the Indians won that game five four. So Kluber's ERA during the streak one point four. And this thing from a few days ago, so it's probably not quite up to date. Uh, the starters are 1.94. I'm sure, it's, it's again, that's, a, that's yeah. insane. You get Everything. pitching like that, you're going to win yeah. most of your games. I'm going to write about this um, for the weekend, but you know, we're, you know, people are sorry, start are talking heads or mentioning the American League MVP race, and you know, really, no one's putting. Le, le, I mean, I think legitimate, legitimate contenders from the Indians on on their, these, these talking, you know, points with the, the Mike Trout, the Aaron Judge. Um, who else might thought oh, Altuve from the Astros? Yeah. I think the biggest problem that they have is that they got the three legitimate. Yeah, that's a really good AL MVP candidates and Kluber and Lindor and Ramirez, and you got to pick one. And if you're going to pick one, you're going to exclude two others. And I think it's, that just takes everybody's. Is there an award for prettiest swing? I love Lindor's swing. That thing's just a work of art every time. Yeah. I tell you what, man, that guy, he is. Got to lock him up. Got to do what it takes. That's the thing. That's going to be a big topic of conversation. I'm I think next he didn't take year, that right? Because yeah. next year is his last year, isn't it? 
Well, he he can uh, leave an until two thousand twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. Okay. Year, I, so. I, I, some I had someone else in mind, but hey, that's great. They got Santana, them locked up. Santana, you mean something about? Yeah, they got him locked up till two thousand twenty one. That's good for the Indians. Yeah, but yeah, that's because it is probably controlled through arbitration. Yeah, one of those yes, type of deals. Yeah. So, you know, you know, let's even add that about when we're talking about Ramirez. He gets that new contract instead of getting fat with it. He's like, oh, he goes he's out, a beast. He goes, he goes out, and he said he is just going to work that much harder. Yeah. And sure enough, he is. I tell you what, I remember distinctly watching the second half of the captains' game. When Lindor was here and Ramirez showing up, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" Like he came in and he was just like killing the ball left and right. And they they made a late rush to the the championship. Yeah, ten, yeah. They made it to I think the mid Midwest League, and he was playing second. Lindor's playing short. I was like, "Wow, do you think Kipnis is going to get his job back?" Not second. I don't see how you do that. Um, well, I mean, no. going forward. So where does he fit into the future? I think I'd probably like to trade him. And I'm what you get huh. from, but that's interesting. I can't. I mean, Rochella is. I mean, I, they love him at third, but he still can't hit he much. He still doesn't hit. But like Yandy Diaz, and uh, that's a that's you feel bad for Kipnis, but I mean, hey, look, it's yeah. This is a kind of. And when you do, I mean, he he's not a bad second baseman, but he doesn't cover the ground no. that Ramirez does. And, and, and he doesn't hit like Ramirez is hitting over 300 from both sides of the plate. Yeah, and now of course you could put him back at at third. And put Gimmins at second, but like I said, I mean, hey, don't want to mess with that defense. Last thing, we'll move on to the Browns. You've mentioned that, not, not that they're flirting with anything here, but Indians, you know, really, they haven't been really been tested in this streak. Yeah. And they're probably not going to be tested probably much the next two, two weeks until the playoffs start. Do you, do you think this, you know, in, ter- in terms of having like a pressure, not pretty much going almost a whole month now without – a lot of pressure. You think that's going to help or hurt this? Well, I, I think it hurts. The uh, lack lack of competition, I think, hurts. And I think that column uh, today, when when uh, Callaway said this pressure of the winning streak is good preparation for the yeah. uh, playoffs, I think that was really a good yeah. comment. And that's what I based the whole thing on because um, when when that when you just said when it t- when it's a whole different beast when you start in the playoffs, right? And uh, I think a lot of times teams that have to win to get into the playoffs or, or um, to win the division, they have more momentum than yeah. a than a twenty one game winning streak provides because right. you have to win those games. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it, it'll be really interesting with with this team. I think the way Francona manages teams, this team, he's just he's, uh, he, it seems like he's always. Yeah, pushing the right buttons, and this team's always right. got this right kind of focus. Is this the it. best Indians team since that like '95 club? It just seems so balanced. I mean, I don't know. The I think this team's better than last year. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I do think too. it's got better pitching. I think the Bauer situation. I mean, they're deeper, very, right? I mean, it's just yeah. They're, they're, their conversations are like, who's not going mean, to get to 25? I mean, we mentioned Miller. He hasn't pitched throughout this whole I know, that's yeah. streak. Yeah, he's had he's pitched two times since August second. And that's what I said. Yeah, I, I think I'm more worried if I was an Indians fan or someone in that organization, having him ready for the postseason. Yeah. And then in terms of all this talk about, well, they're not being tested. He's got to be the guy that's got to be ready. Well, to that's go. why they want to pitch him tonight. They can they can make it through without Brantley and Kipnis. I think. Yeah. I think their third offense is fine, especially with yeah. Bruce. But he's he's going to pitch tonight. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's the way they laid it out. I mean, yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Right. But, uh, 
might get me if it's raining. They probably won't right. get out there and slip, you know. Right, right. But um, so I mean, right now, I think there's a little trepidation with him because he came back. He almost immediately hurt that knee again. Yeah. Well, it seems like they're taking their time this time. Right? We'll see. You know, I mean, knees are tricky, man. The way right, yeah. the way they push off, the way you lock that leg, I mean, right? It, that's 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 interesting. So hey, let's let's real quick. Let's talk about the Browns. Start off the season 13, 13 straight uh, regular season opening loss. Boy, talk about hollow shame there. <laughs> but there are signs of hope, right? Does this does this loss feel different than oh, other yeah. losses? <laughs> it does. Uh, I mean, to lose by three points is really good. But uh, <laughs> hey, this is where we're at with the Browns, right? Um, tell me, tell me your takeaways. Obviously, I'll start with with Kaiser. He's, he's the man everybody's talking about, and he showed me a lot of poise there. And, yeah, um, to, to lead that touchdown drive with about three and a half minutes to go. Right, defense gets the ball back. Who knows? That'd been great to see what he does in that right. situation. But the defense couldn't get it back. But um, the running game wasn't very good. They couldn't get that going because they're behind, so they don't run right. as much. Um, and he has his lack of receivers is Oof. going to be a big, big problem. I know. And uh, you wonder if they make a trade for a guy if he's available. Someone. I don't know what they're going to get now. To ignore that in the draft, I think it's really bad. Yeah. But um, and they played well defensively. Now, when Le'Veon Bell, you could really see this is why you do have training camp, right? Because he was really bad. He was rusty. So um, we'll see this game against the Ravens. Terrence, they don't have a great running game either, the Ravens. Yeah. Terrence West, the former Brown, is their best rusher. But um, the Ravens took the ball away five times from the Bengals last week. So yeah. And shut them out. You know, my biggest concern or takeaway from this game was, you know, all that money they invested in that offensive line. And they gave up seven sacks. And they couldn't they couldn't open up enough holes for Crowell and whoever else was carrying the ball. Yeah. Did you have any feeling about that offensive line? I mean, is this well? Is this I think the problems are hoping the problem is that um, they didn't play one preseason game together because um, Thomas was rested in three games and Batonio missed three games. So they, they they're still trying to gel, but still yeah. the didn't right look great. No, you know, I mean, and Kaiser's holding the ball way too long. But right. going back to that running game, like I'm underwhelmed by Crowell and that line with that running game. I mean, I just I don't know. It's not there yet. It's not. And, you know, I think you mentioned the Ravens pitching a shutout, getting five turns. This is not the recipe for success no, no, going I mean, into next week I mean, at Baltimore. It. But, but um, I mean, what a tough way for the Browns to start. You know, oh, Pittsburgh man. and the Ravens, the two teams they, they really yeah. struggle against. But I think, and I wrote this way back in July, I think they could be three and two. I think they'll lose Sunday. They could beat the uh, Win next three then? They could beat the Colts. They're oh, no yeah. good um, unless they get luck back. But then the the uh, Bengals have fallen on hard times, yeah. and then you have the Jets. So they oh, could be right. three and two after five. Start talking wild card. I like it. Um, so going forward, what do you think? Uh, what's the ceiling for Kaiser this year? Do you think you know what what we're going to see out of him? You think that it's like a game like Sunday is the best we're going to see out of him? I think he'll improve if he can stay. Upright. I mean, you cannot. You get sacked seven times a game. You're not going to make it through the season. Yeah, he's a big guy. Though. And the two hardest hits were when he was running with the ball. Right. Well, he'll learn in that respect. He'll, well, he'll, well, he was. He slid, and uh, Shazier still. Yeah. 
um, went helmet first into his shoulder. That, I think that could have been an ejection there. But right. um, I mean, no Browns quarterback has made it through the season since Couch in 2002. Oh, but um, so that's insane. There are a million Browns quarterback stats that just hit you every which way. It's, uh, <laughs> and forgive me if you already covered this, but what I saw in Kaiser is uh, now. You know, I think he took too long. Obviously, you take all those sacks. He's taken too long. But I saw a guy who was making eventually the right reads and making correct mm-hmm. throws and good throws. I want to, you know, we need a quarterback that sees the field right. And I'm excited from what I've seen in the preseason and this about his field vision. I feel like that's such a big thing that you sort of can't teach or can't teach. That I agree well. with that. Yeah, I'm more right. excited about him than I expected to be. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that he's starting. And we got a year to see what we can get from him. Yeah, now, yeah, also remember that there's been a lot of quarterbacks who have looked good in their first couple of games, teams get film on them. And just like hitters in baseball, yeah, you know, uh, teams find their holes in their swing, while teams find out uh, how to, you know, how to subdue some quarterbacks. Yeah. So let's see what happens. But it's very, very encouraging. He's definitely better than what they had out there last year in RG3 and McCown and right. uh, Cody Kessler. Is Miles Garrett how 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 long do you think he'll be? Out? Uh, I hope certainly miss this game, and I think at least one more after this. But that's just me guessing. Yeah, hmm. It'd be nice, to, you know. I think there's there was a lot of anticipation to see no, him yeah. out there, but you know, yeah. could have helped too. So, so let's get our final topic. Will be really probably the story of the of the week in the NFL. Kareem Hunt from Willoughby South. I mean, just has this, you know. Epic game. I mean, who could have ever predicted something like this? The kid from Willoughby is going to be on a cover of Sports Illustrated this week. I mean, I mean, how incredible is that? 246 yards, a record for a rookie in his debut, three touchdowns. And, I mean, like he like stole the show from the entire NFL yeah, he really landscape, did. didn't he? I, I wanted the Browns to draft him, but I couldn't tell how much I was just being a homer because I, I saw the kid play in high school. Yeah. I went to one of the games, and he just ran up and down the field. Yeah. But you see that, you're like, oh, that's happening in high school fields all over yes. the place. No, man, this kid's the real deal. That was so much fun to watch, yeah. wasn't it? Well, and I talk, you know, I, I've talked to Matt Duffy because I followed, I covered Kareem Hunt when he was mm-hmm. in college at Toledo, so I had tons of stories. And I remember talking to Matt Duffy, the coach at Willoughby South, and I mean, he would tell me this story every single time. And he told you this. You know, he, these college recruiters would call Ohio State, these big-time schools, well, look, where do you see him playing? Like, you know, what do you think about him? He goes, oh, he'll be playing on Sundays. And these, co- these coaches would like laugh, and he's like, no, this kid is going to play in the NFL. He would, and he would tell these coaches this all the time when, he was, when Kareem was a junior and a senior in high school. And look at did him he now. have did he have bigger schools offering him nope. what to do? No, he didn't. I think it was because he played at a little smaller school. It wasn't a Division One school. They thought the competition wasn't that great. And hey, Urban Meyer could have had him. There was no question about that. You know what I liked about? Uh, but he got Ezekiel. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I liked about him on uh, in that game last Thursday. Unless I was just looking at the wrong time. Uh, he didn't go crazy with yeah. celebrations right. when, when he when he. Well, it helps when you fumble the very first. Well, yeah, that, that is true. That's to have true. that, I mean, I've just been said that's story. To have that game after that first yeah. play, but, and they made a big. He never fumbled. He almost never fumbled I in know. college. Just so out of character. Yeah. Like, oh no! And then he just crushed. It was funny because I was I, I told Mark I um, was watching the game. I had to go get gas, and uh, after the Patriots scored, and so. Um, 
I get back, I pump the gas, I back get in a car, and the pigs have the ball back already. <laughs> and I feared that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's interesting the way um, him and Trubisky are always going to be connected, being yeah. from Lake County and the same draft class and blah blah blah. And and you know, Trubisky, you know, he deserved it. He got all these accolades in the preseason, and kind of Hunt was kind of under the radar, and then. Boom, and you just right. and it's and it's 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 really funny how things work out too because he was not projected to be a starter. Yeah. Spencer Ware gets hurt, right. and you know that's just, I, I couldn't wait to see where Hunt was in my fantasy league to see if whoever had him started him and they did. And I did thought, they? Okay, yeah, because uh, you'd kick yourself if you didn't start him. Did you guys way. see the 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 viral video that went out? I guess they they do a rookie premiere thing out in L.A. where they bring all the rookies together for mm-hmm. some event to autograph and take pictures and do videos. Like he was, they do like promo videos for. The fantasy football shows, and there's this video of Hunt going, should have started me, idiot. It was hilarious. <laughs> but, I mean, you know. That's great. All the tweets that were all, everybody was tweeting, like, Storm that Thursday night. I mean, 95% of them were probably either, yeah, I started him, or I did not start him. Yeah, you know, it's just, funny. it's so it's so funny. Well, mine were about how I didn't start Tyreek Hill, and I forgot that Deshaun Jackson suddenly had a bye week with the Hurricanes. So. Oh, that's not a good one. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't a good week for Mark on fantasy football. Yeah, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what he does kind of for an encore. Right. I mean, you know, because right. it's, it's impossible. Do you know who they have this week? I can't remember. They have uh, the Eagles at home, so yeah, he, that's he right. might do pretty well. So, yeah. But I know you got to head down to the You're ballpark, right. so we're going to let you go. People want to follow you on Twitter, you are at? At JS Pro Insider. Yeah, follow us. We really have a lot of fun with polls. I do a lot of polls, yeah. and um, there's, a, there's a good time to, uh, to do this. So every time is a good time. Absolutely. So, and you, you are? At Mark Mazoris. And I am at M. Poto. So until next time, thanks for listening. This has been a production of the News Herald in Willoughby, Ohio, part of 21st Century Media and Digital First Media.